What's on your live it list? Keep listening as Nicole Middendorf shares with us ideas to think bigger about our work and our life. This is Energy Now, a podcast to charge up your leadership in life so you can own your power at work and at home. I'm your host, Kristen, a former corporate leader who worked with some of the biggest brands on the planet, turned best-selling author, energy mastery expert, work-life futurist, widowed mom, and worldwide speaker. I'm here to give you fast and fun ideas to instantly spark up your mood, magnetism, and mindset. Join me as we charge up your energy now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited today because one of my favorite people of all time is here as a guest, Nicole Middendorf. And I've known her for several years, and she is truly one of the most inspiring, driven, powerhouse business owners that I know. And she really has some great advice for us in this episode, so I'm excited for you to listen to it. So I'll tell you a little bit about her before we jump in. So she is truly a money maven. She really brings really deep knowledge about the financial implications of our decisions, uh, our investments, and everything that goes along with that into her work and into her life and gives the kind of advice that really feels realistic depending on what your lifestyle is and what the circumstances you're in is. So she's really personalized in that. So I really love that about her. But she's also a knowledge junkie. She's a born coach and she's an entrepreneur. She left Morgan Stanley in 2003 to start her own wealth management firm and since then has written five books. She travels around the world. She's a philanthropist. She's a public speaker and as a wealth advisor and certified divorced financial analyst with Prosper Wealth Financial, her company, her main goal is to help people create wealth from the inside out. And she does this not just as her wealth advisor job helps her do, but she actually really focuses on one-on-one client meetings, getting to know them, writing books about her expertise, presenting at conferences, and she is a frequent appearer on TV, radio, and other media like this. So if you want to know more about her, you can go to her website at ProsperWell, and I'll share that uh, during the show as well and in the show notes. Anything you need to know about her, anything that we share, I'll put there as a quick link. And I'm really excited for you to hear her advice, her real-life perspectives, her Uh, ideas on how to create an amazing, awesome life that's filled with energy, filled with ways to inspire people. And I'm super excited for you to hear about her live it list. That's something that I see her post about and I've really tried to emulate myself. So, you know, the world definitely needs more people to be financially savvy and independent. And her goal, Nicole's goal, is to be the one who supports that on all levels and helps them find financial happiness, but also inspires them to think bigger, be bigger in their lives in general. So enjoy the episode and we'll see you soon. Nicole, thanks for being on Energy Now. Thank you for having me. You know, you are in a pretty high stakes position as a financial advisor, as an author, as a speaker, as a media presenter. You do all kinds of things all over the world for people to really create the lives that they want. And I know that you're really serious about ensuring you create the life you want for yourself so that you can bring your best to everyone around you. So if you think about how you're doing that for yourself and the people that you impact, would you say that there is one word that people would use to describe that energy that you bring? It, it's really hard for me to have one word, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would say the main word, uh, which it's actually the um, part of the name of the company that I bought my building with, but it's grace. Um, 
and people tell me a lot that I'm very authentic, I'm very calm, and that I'm with everything that I have going on, that I just am very peaceful and they're surprised with that. But for me, the word that I would pick would be grace. So explain that. What, what do you think you do to emulate that word? Well, I think it's because I'm in a very male-dominated industry. And um, I feel like that I weave uh, through a lot of the politics that go on and all the interesting things that happen being in a very male-dominated industry just very gracefully. There's some tough conversations, many tough decisions that I make on a day-to-day basis. And that could be anything from um, dealing with a client or helping them, um, let alone dealing with my building or the growth plans that we have or dealing with employees and just taking those difficult conversations and and dealing with them head on, but yet with a lot of grace. And um, it really comes from my mentor who passed away. He would, he lived in my neighborhood as well. And he would drive by and most mornings he would see me getting the kids on the bus and he would roll down his window and he'd say, remember, go give yourself some grace today. And it came from the standpoint that I would, was always talking to him about where I wanted to be. And, you know, oh, I want to own a building and, oh, I want to do this and I'm going to write this book next and I'm going to do this. And he's like, Nicole, stop. And just, and, and a lot of, another, many other people say like, stop and smell the roses. But that was his phrase of giving yourself grace and really just look, look at where you are. You're a single mom. Look at all the amazing things that you've done and be really proud of that and just live in the moment. And so with me, that's really, having, having children got me to slow down, but really that phrase and really owning that phrase really just has made my life so much more in the present and just slowing everything down and really enjoying every second. Oh, I love that. And you really do live that because you have something that you've called the live it list. And I've been following, we've been friends for a long time and I've seen your live it list for many years, even before we met each other in person. So yeah. tell me about the live it list, how it came to be. And tell me like what your favorite thing you've done so far has been. Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> um, and we just, I just went last night, I took my daughter and one of her friends and one, her mom, and we went inline skating at the U.S. Bank Stadium. And so it's like, oh, that was just so much fun. There's so many things, but I'll, I'll pick one. Um, but it was uh, back in 2010. Uh, my daughter was six months old. My son was two. And um, I, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. And my personal life just made a major shift and a major change. And I got the kids to bed. I went into my bedroom. I sat down on the bed and I was just like, okay, what just happened? Like, how, how did I lose myself? How was I married for, you know, over 10 years? Um, how was I married for such a long time? And I stopped traveling. I stopped spending so much time with friends. I had lost my spunk. I lost my energy. I really felt very numb. And so I thought, I'm like, okay, well, let me start journaling. And I'm like, eh. And I always had lists. Like when I was growing up and one of my, I was a figure skater and one of my figure skating coaches had a master's in psychology. And so she just always worked with me a lot on having lists and motivations and the motivation and the power of the mind. And so I'm like, let me rewrite my bucket list. I'm like, gosh, it's been years since I had one. So I wrote down my bucket list and I wrote down just 10 10 things. And I said, okay, I'm going to do one thing a month. 
And I committed to myself at that moment that that's what I was going to do. So I had lunch with my best friend from college and I said, hey, here's my list. And one of the things on the list is I want to drive a race car. And I said, will you go up north to Brainerd with me and drive this race car? And he's like, Nick, in anything you do, you don't just put 100% into it. You put 180. You need to go to a real speedway. And I'm like, okay, what's that? And like, even still to this day, I don't drive a stick shift. (laughs) So he's like, well, like Vegas. I'm like, okay. So my parents took care of my kids and I booked a flight that weekend to fly to Vegas to drive a race car. And on the flight there, the gentleman, um, you know how you sit on a plane and someone like has to talk to you the whole flight? That was bad. And he just couldn't understand why I was going to Vegas and not going to gamble. And I'm like, I'm a financial advisor. I gamble with people's money every single day. (laughs) And I'm like, no. And eventually I told him, I said, look, I, I rewrote my bucket list and I'm doing one thing every month. And he got silent. He's like, I'm so sorry. Is it cancer? (laughs) No. And he's like, you're so young. I'm like, no, it's not cancer. It's just my personal life took a turn and I'm going to be going through a divorce. And I want, I want to boost my confidence back. I, I didn't even at that point, you know, I, I didn't even feel confident enough that I could boil water. Like I, and during this time I was on TV professionally and people thought I was the most confident person in the world, but internally I was not. And so the, the bucket list became the live it list because I just felt like I could not tell, I, I, I couldn't live the rest of my life telling people I was doing something on my bucket list because people think you're dying. Yeah. And so what happened then is uh, Catherine, my chief market officer, she came up with the live it list. We trademarked it. And now fast forward, we do events um, to raise money for my foundation. We grant live it list experiences. I still am generally doing one thing every month and we're inspiring clients to do that. And really it's part of the whole financial planning process now for our clients is really to focus on happiness and what's important. Yes, you know, let's look at retirement and kids college and all those things, but really what is life all about? And it's really slowed me down. It's really allowed me and everyone that we, is around me to to really appreciate what's important and really focus on what's important. So my favorite thing that I've done, um, I mean, there's so many, so, so, so many. The, the thing that I was the most scared of that was really, that I loved doing was, which I shouldn't have been the most scared of, but was repelling down the Ecolab building uh, <laughs> in St. Paul. Oh my gosh. And my kids at the time, I think were like four or five or five and six. And they went to school and they're like, mom, spider woman today. (laughs) But I mean, it's hard to pick one thing because every time I do something, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was amazing. That was amazing. And a lot of times people think like, you know, cause I'll say like, you know, I've jumped out of a plane and I flew a plane and I went swam with sharks and I went dog sledding up in Northern Minnesota. I mean, all these, um, you know, going to the Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, you have to have money or it always involves travel. It doesn't. Like if you, if you ask my kids what their favorite thing was on their live it list so far, and they've had such amazing experiences, my kids will tell you it's serving meals at Curian's for Thanksgiving. It's the giving back component, which doesn't cost anything. And so a lot of times people think, oh, I have to have all this money to be able to do a live it list. It's not. It's really just focusing on what's important to you about your money. And, and, and sometimes it's saving some dollars for some of these things, but you're saving things for things that are really important to you. Yeah. I think that's so important to mention because I think people have this money. I mean, you deal with money every day and you have a book we'll talk about in a minute about it that... You know, you see money impacting relationships all the time. But I love how 
you're bringing your kids into your live it list and how you're infusing this, you know, slow down, have grace. Because a lot of times you said earlier that having kids slowed you down. And a lot of times having kids speed people up and they get into this frantic rat race of having to juggle it all. So I love that you are taking a different mindset about that. Yeah. It's super important. And it's not that I don't have help. I mean, tonight um, here at the office, we're hosting a widow's event. And so I'm staying here late. I have one nanny taking my daughter to her gymnastics and her Vikings cheerleading practice. And the other one's taking my son to his activities. And so it's just a constant juggle, but it's really always, it always comes from the standpoint of like, what's really important um, and where, where do I need to be? And that's one of the amazing things that I love of being a business owner is because then I do have the flexibility. Um, you know, there's some nights that I'm working late and working all the time, but then I've got the flexibility to go to my daughter's uh, school and have lunch with her in her birthday. So yeah, yeah it's, it's like what, what takes totally. It's like what takes center stage. That's always what I say is like, if you're the conductor of an orchestra, what takes center stage? Not all the instruments are playing the loudest and the fastest all the time. Sometimes things have to just chill out quietly in the background while other things take center stage. Right. Absolutely. So I love that you're doing a widow event. As a widow myself, when I was first widowed, it was so hard to find support. So I don't want to spin off too much on this, but I really appreciate that you do events like this for different groups. It's not just for widows, but you do all kinds of events for your clients. And you really ensure that you are, like you said earlier, not just focusing on the money, but what you want their life to be like. Absolutely. and I know like your book, Who Pays? Navigating <laughs> Love and Money. You are constantly mediating, I'm sure, in the most positive way, how <laughs> couples make decisions about money. Yes. And <laughs> as I was browsing through the book, there were so many great nuggets in there. And you know, I'm not in a partnership right now, but for anyone, whether you're in a relationship or not. So what are some of your top favorite tips from the book? for people when they're thinking about money because energy can energize you or it can drain you. Yes. Um, one is having a money date. And, and if you're not in a relationship, the money date can be with yourself or it can be with your financial advisor. And it's more or less the money date is setting a time once a month that you sit down and have a conversation with yourself and or your significant other about money. And that can be anything from insurance to credit cards, to your budget, to your 401k, to your IRA, to your house, to your mortgage, you name it. And that's where um, money can be so intimidating and overwhelming for people sometimes because there's so much to it. And that's where the money date can really just slow it down and help you once a month tackle one of those topics. And then, um, and then a lot of times uh, tied to energy is how you talk about money. And um, so much, I mean, so many days I feel like I'm a therapist (laughs) and some days it's a marriage therapist, but a lot of times it's really looking at what's your behavior and what's your thought about money. And I cringe sometimes when people say like, I don't have any money and it's really looking at, okay, well, how about you not phrase it that way? Because what you say comes about, how about you, you know, rather than saying, I don't have any money, it's okay. I want this. What can I do to get that or to make that happen? Or I want to be a millionaire or billionaire or whatever it is so that you're spinning it around and focusing on the positive that you're putting good energy towards everything. I love that because our internal thoughts become our external world. And I know you believe that too. And and I talk about that all the time and on the show and in my books and on stage. It's so important that you are, and I say, I say that it's constant vigilance over your inner talk. Yes. Yep. 
Do you have on that same note, you know, in inner talk, often we surround ourselves with outer inspiration. And I know I've seen you post quotes and mantras and things like that. Do you have any favorite songs or quotes that inspire you to keep you energized, keep you feeling positive? There's so many, um, but one that's um, on a, a mug that I see every single day in my office is shoot for the moon because at least you'll land among the stars. <laughs> and so um, it always just kind of gets, helps me think a little bit bigger about things um, because so many times, you know, I feel like we think so small and we really have so much more that we can do or offer. And really it's, it gets me to think, because some people were shocked that I bought a building and I'm like, and I was scared, don't get me wrong to buy it. But now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why was I so worried about that? And it, and it boosts your confidence. You're like, okay, well, if I can do that, I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z. And I want to have a building in another state. And, and so it's really that impetus or that driver to help you think bigger and to help you think, okay, let me, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Like if I stretch myself and set this big audacious goal to reach for the moon, okay, so what? If I don't make it, I land among the stars. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, if you're thinking about thinking bigger and and how do you change the way your thoughts work? I mean, saying that, okay, I want to get through today is really important. You want to be mindful, but you do also have to have a vision so that you have kind of a steering path to follow along in your day-to-day -day life. Because so many people, I think, forget that what they're doing right now in this moment will determine if what they want in the future, big or small, will actually happen. We, right. we lose sight of, of what we should really be doing. Right. Absolutely. So in our day-to-day -day lives, we're crazy, we're busy, we're stressed out. And you know, you're no different, even though we're both positivity gurus and <laughs> we, do, we do big things every day and we're helping other people reach their goals. We can be stressed out too, right? right. But is there something that you know that you can do without a doubt, that will fire you back up, that will re-energize you on those rough days? It's my Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know you love your Peloton. <laughs> I, I am like, uh, some of the other day, I, I did a keynote at the Mall America, and this woman came up to me and she's like, have you talked to Peloton yet? Like, I think they need to sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> they totally do. You love your Peloton. <laughs> I am like a Peloton junkie. And so, um, like, I, tonight, you know, I, I, I generally like to work out in the evening. And so tonight I'll get home really late because we're hosting this widow's group at the office, but I still am super excited to hop on my Peloton and bike. And so I set up that I have the bike at my house and then I have the treadmill at the office. And so a handful of days a week, I have a woman that comes to my house early in the morning so that I can be at the office at 530 in the morning, running on the treadmill and lifting weights. And so for me, it's that physical activity. It's exerting that energy. It's, you know, getting a sweat going. That's, um, and just feeling strong. Like I love to lift weights. Um, and it's, it's that, that's just, it's my, I have to have, I have to have physical movement and I have to have, and I don't know if it comes from that I was a figure skater and I was always just super active and I just go, 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 go. Like I don't, I don't drink coffee. I'm just super naturally high energy. And th that Peloton is, is what allows me to be able to work out in 30 minutes, get a great workout and, um, and get motivated at the same time. Yeah. People forget that 
we are not made to be office sitters or right. couch <laughs> potatoes. I mean, we, we were born and evolved as cavemen who were hunting and gathering and like our bodies are made to move. And so the shift in our lifestyle and culture today is, is really hard on us. And, and I think, you know, the research around exercise being more powerful than prescription antidepressant drugs Yes. You know, when I started reading that a few years ago, I was like, people have to understand endorphins and our neurotransmitters in our brains and that, you know, 15 seconds of an endorphin boost can benefit you for hours. So if you're exercising for 15 minutes, half hour, an hour, wow, think of the positive benefits that that has on our body and our mood. It's yes. It's crazy. Absolutely. So with all the things that you do, is there anything that sticks out as your favorite? I know it's like asking, like, who's your favorite child? Because you do a <laughs> lot of things. You have your foundation, your book, you're a speaker, you're a financial advisor, you do all kinds of things. Is there anything, like, if you had to pick one that you would just love to be able to do all day, every day? That's a tough question. Um, it's inspiring other people. And so for me, it would be um, something with a microphone. <laughs> Because usually with a microphone, it's like a large, a larger audience. Don't get me wrong. I love sitting down with people individually and hearing their stories and helping them. But um, it's one of the things I miss when I did my radio show every week was people would call in and ask financial questions and I would give them some information and then I would get that instant, oh my gosh, like thank you so much for you know helping me set up a Roth IRA or helping me give a tip to how I can talk to my kids about money or whatever it may be. Whereas now, I'm, I generally am not doing like the call-in radio stuff very much. Um, it's more the TV, the public speaking, and the books. But I still get emails from people saying, gosh, you know, you changed my life. Or, wow, I never thought about doing this. Or, you know, look, I heard you a year ago, and now this is where I am. It's really, it all comes down to inspiring other people and helping make change. But I would say I love impacting the most people that I possibly can. So it'd have to be a, like a keynote or a, a radio talk or even like, a, like this, a podcast, you know, something that's got a microphone. So if someone wants to hire you or bring you in for a speaking event, what is your favorite topic to speak on? It's either with women um, specifically. So companies, there's a handful of companies I'm going to this year that will have like women's groups or even women's organizations. And so inspiring women about money, um, because more and more of us are in control of the finances and more and more, more of us are making more money and, um, really to get rid of that intimidation. And then my other favorite one is about living life to the fullest. And it's because studies show ties in with my live it list, but studies show that if you spend money on experiences, you're going to be happier than if you spend money on things. And um, after I did my live it list and I started doing my one thing a month, I learned that one in three Americans is happy. And when I learned that, I'm like, that's just horrible. Like we, and my best friend, you know, she used to live out in LA. She would say in LA, it's one in 20. Yeah. Um, but she's like, that's just, it shouldn't be that way. You know, we live in, in such a place that, you know, we can work or have a business or we just have so much opportunity and we're the, one of the least happiest countries out there. And so really to help change people of how they think and inspire them that it doesn't have to be so much driven by money. I love that. Well, in the spirit of indulging your greatest passion, you're holding a microphone right now. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so what is one final piece of advice that you would give to all the listeners listening right now, all the people on social media that are reading the post about this to help them 
really stay positive, to keep their energy on the right track when they're overloaded, when they're drained, when they're needing just that boost? It's to talk to someone, you know, um, even if you're, because a lot of people think I'm very extroverted, um, but I'm introverted and extroverted, but I really, for me, um, it's talking to someone else and really just bouncing an idea off of someone else. And that could be a friend. It could be a mentor. Um, it could be a, a parent, a neighbor, a coworker. Uh, if you're um, in a business, you know, an executive group or a CEO group. But just talking it out, because a lot of times, um, you know, I joke that I'm a therapist, but a lot of times it's people just sitting in my office talking about money. And a lot of times we all have our own answers. It's just having someone help give us a little bit of information or give us the ability to see something that we don't necessarily see ourselves. And so, and that, and if you don't have anyone around, it's talking it out through journaling, you know, writing it down and then reading it and saying, okay, gosh, you know, how, how can I shift this or how can I change this? And so having that conversation with yourself, be it a journaling or talking it out with someone else. Oh, that's great tips. All of this has been such good information. I can't wait to get all of your links out into the world. So everybody listening, make sure you check out the show notes because I'll have links to Nicole's book, to her live it list, to her speaking, to everything she's talked about. And of course, if you need some money guru advice, of course, reach out to her as well on that. Any last minute thoughts, Nicole? No, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being here. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here on the Energy Now podcast. If you loved the show, please share it with people that you know would love it as much as you. Give it a good review. It really helps to get the word out so that we can all raise our energy levels, be more positive leaders, and really show up as the best versions of ourselves. You can get everything you need at energynowpodcast.com. And thank you for spreading good energy now.